Coming up on this edition of the Urantia Radio Podcast, we are going to finish up our series on paper 16. And in this section, we'll talk about section 8, which is about the value, the worth of human personality. And I think it's pertinent to have this information now. There was a new study out not long ago that talked about how younger people have never felt more isolated and alone in this world of so-called connectivity. But somehow I think that if we can talk about the value and the importance of the human personality and the human and spirit, that could make a big difference in someone's life. So I hope you'll enjoy this edition of the Urantia Radio Podcast. I also want to recommend that you check out the new Discover Jesus app from the folks over at the Center for Unity organization. It was released on November 15th. It is active. It's best to be viewed on desktops and computers, but it's free, it's open, and it's a whole new way of not only looking at the Urantia book and part four, but looking at the life and teachings of Jesus. So you might want to check that out as well. And also be sure to support the folks for doing such, such legacy work. Uh, all you have to do is go to discoverjesus.app, discoverjesus.app. And now we'll get underway with our podcast on the value and the worth of personality, this time up on the Urantia Radio podcast. Welcome to another edition of Urantia Radio, and we've been working our way through paper 16 on the seven master spirits, and we're now up to the last two sections of that paragraph or that section, that subject of paper 16. So they finally get to the point where they're talking about the lowest on the spectrum, the lowest personality forms of spirit potential on the spectrum, and that would be the human being. We are ascending human beings. We have spirit potential. We have the spirit fragment of the very Father who made all of this possible inside of us. So it addresses the uniqueness of personality. And let me read the Urantia personality from paper 16, section 8. The Universal Father bestows personality upon numerous orders of beings as they function on diverse levels of universe actuality. Urantia human beings are endowed with personality of the finite mortal type, functioning on the level of the ascending sons of God. Though we can hardly undertake to define personality, we may attempt to narrate our understanding of the known factors which go to make up the ensemble of material, mental, and spiritual energies whose interassociation constitutes the mechanism wherein and whereon and wherewith the Universal Father causes his bestowed personality to function. So in essence, God has, has given us a body in which to function. He's given us a mind which functions in the body and with the body, and then personality which ties those two constitutions together, which gives us our uniqueness. So mind is a universal bestowal that comes from the infinite spirit. Personality comes from the Father. Personality is a unique endowment of original nature whose existence is independent of and antecedent to the bestowal of the thought adjuster. So you have the spirit fragment of God working in conjunction with the personality that has been bestowed on that living mechanism or that living body. Nevertheless, the presence of the adjuster does augment the qualitative manifestation of personality. It's kind of like putting salt on food, right? 
It augments. It makes it better. brings out the best of it. Thought adjusters, when they come forth from the Father, are identical in nature. But personality is diverse, original, and exclusive. They have brought all of these things together to make it possible for us to have a living vestibule, a living body, a mechanism, like the material aspect of ourselves. But within this material body lies the mind, universally bestowed spirit, all in the vestibule of a living personality, an objective personality given to us by the very Father who's made the other elements possible. It's actually quite miraculous when you think about it. Personalities may be similar, but they are never the same. Persons of a given series, type, order, or pattern may and do resemble one another, but they are never identical. Personality is that feature of an individual which we know and which enables us to identify such a being at some future time, regardless of the nature and extent of changes in form, mind, and spirit status. Personality is that part of any individual which enables us to recognize and positively identify that person as the one we have previously known. No matter how much he or she may have changed because of the modification of the vehicle of expression and manifestation of his personality. So what they're saying here is even in the afterlife we will still recognize people because of the uniqueness of the personality. I uh, talked to someone, an old friend, uh, the sister of an old friend, uh, and I had known them in my childhood when I was in my mid-teens. And it was a nice family that I had associated with through a friend. I got to know all of his family members. And I, and I hadn't talked to his sister in 50 years, 40 years. But when I heard her voice on the phone, I immediately had this image in my mind and I recognize that person's personality. And that's what I think they're saying is there's, I think the voice does carry some of that personality. So even when you hear the voice of an old friend, you immediately recognize them. Has that ever happened to you? Creature personality is distinguished by two self-manifesting and characteristic phenomena of mortal reactive behavior self-consciousness, and the associated relative free will. It's a very important section here. Self-consciousness consists in intellectual awareness of personality actuality, being aware of oneself. It includes the ability to recognize the reality of other personalities. It indicates capacity for individualized experience in and with cosmic realities. Equivalating to the attainment of identity status in the personality relationships of the universe. Self-consciousness connotes recognition of the actuality of mind ministration and the realization of relative independence of creative and determinative free will. The relative free will which characterizes the self-consciousness of human personality is involved in 1. Moral decisions 2. Spiritual choice, truth discernment, unselfish love, brotherhood service, that's number 3. Purposeful cooperation, group loyalty, that's number 4. 
Number five is cosmic insight, the grasp of universe meanings. Number six, personality dedication, wholehearted devotion to doing the Father's will. And number seven, worship, the sincere pursuit of divine values and the wholehearted love of the divine value giver. The bestowal of the divine gift of personality upon such a mind-endowed mortal mechanism confers the dignity of cosmic citizenship and enables such a mortal creature forthwith to become reactive to the constitutive recognition of the three basic mind realities of the cosmos. The mathematical or logical recognition of the uniformity of physical causation, the reasoned recognition of the obligation of moral conduct, the faith grasp of the fellowship worship of deity associated with the loving service of humanity. So three ways of looking at reality. We all have that same experience when we look around us. We all share that mutual recognition of the physical world around us. Then there's the obligation of moral conduct. Every human has has been endowed with this feeling of right and wrong, doing service, being service-oriented. And then the faith grasp of the fellowship worship of deity. This, again, is a similarity, a commonality of all personalities. The full function of such a personality endowment is the beginning realization of deity kinship. Such a creature not only discloses capacity for the reception of the gift of the divine presence, but also exhibits reactive response to the personality gravity circuit of the Paradise Father of all personalities. Let me just close it with this. Today I read a report that according to a survey, and these are all temperamental and they're fleeting, they only represent uh, sometimes a snapshot of what might be happening now. And in light of having gone through COVID and the pandemic, and now we are in a kind of an economic hardship time, isolated, uh, maybe it feels safer that way. And I, I know this is especially true for younger people. Uh, it is very tragic to me that in this day you have 15, 16, 17-year-old people who have no idea of how wonderful life really is outside. And they're all looking in their iPhones and they're all texting to each other. And this, this survey said that one out of four people feel incredibly lonely. They feel isolated. I would venture to believe that probably four out of four people at some point during the age of 15 and 20 probably go through periods of isolation. And this is where the fragment of the father comes in. Imagine how much would be lifted in a lot of these hearts of these younger people if they knew for sure that they actually had a fragment of deity inside of them going through life with them, not feeling isolated from the universe. The fact that we are responsive to the personality gravity of the Paradise Father of all personalities. So in this way, I would like to introduce to our younger viewers, you have a fragment of the Spirit of God in you. You are never alone. If you could get to that point where you can touch that inner spirit fragment inside of you, you will not feel alone. You will not feel isolated. 
you're about to go on a wonderful trip. Sometimes when this place gets kind of empty Sound of their breath fades with the light I think about the loveless fascination Under the Milky Way tonight Lower the curtain down down on right I got no time for private consultation under the moon 